Hey, 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 it is your girl, Coach T. Look, I know this is a good show, but let me pull you to the side for a minute. Now, oftentimes things come down in our lives and it pushes back the dreams and the goals that we have. Kids, school, work, relationships, etc. And with our day-to-day hectic schedule and life complexities, it's easy to feel like, how can I get anything else done? Well, guess what? You can get that book published. You can establish your very own LLC. And you can work on those goals that's been pondering around in your mind all this time. That's where Coach T comes in at. If you are ready to put in the work, I'm ready to help you mastermind those things. I'll be more than happy to help lighten up the load by working on your behalf hands on. All right. Now, in return, you'll have more time on your hands to get back to what's important to you. And you can finally walk in your now with accomplished goals. Visit www.cu-nw.com now and select the coaching course that's most suitable for you. Now back to the show. Hey, 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 everybody, it is your girl, Coach T. That's right, Tierra Curry. You know, music is a very powerful tool that can take you from a low place and literally position you on top of the highest of mantles. If you believe that music is indeed an art, you are going to enjoy the beautiful frames that he places around the artwork of many hit songs. Now, some of us call him DJ Raphael, but ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome music enthusiast, photographer, and businessman, Raphael. Raphael is in the house. Raphael is in the building. All right, let's go. Hey, DJ Raphael, how you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Um, Very well. Thank you for for having me on the podcast. Um, Pleasure, pleasure to be here. Man, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. (laughs) So good. I really appreciate it. Man, I'm so honored to have uh, Raphael on the show on today because this man is just, he's he's a beast when it comes to putting music together. So (laughs) to have him here is amazing because what he does is that, you know, he takes takes the hits or the good music and he just kind of repurposes them. He puts them together. And there's been some artists that we didn't even know at first that we became acquainted with because of his mixes. And we were like, hmm, we got to check this artist out. And But we'll get into that a little bit later. So let's just jump right on in. Now, you were born and raised in the UK, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, born in London. Um, sort of lived in London most of my life. Um, had some... Uh, well, been lucky enough to travel quite a bit um, mm-hmm. just around Europe. And I spent I spent some time in Africa as well. And I did an exchange project in, in China. So quite lucky enough to, to get around the world. Um, but yeah, London's, London's my home. Yeah, I think you were, weren't you doing some like charity work over there in Africa? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah, I was doing, um, doing some voluntary work. So, I mean, when I was studying, I had a uh, the opportunity to go and uh, volunteer, really. Um, so I was doing in, in Africa. I was specifically in um, Zambia and Botswana, and I did some volunteering there. I was building a community center, 
and that was just great because it was such a different atmosphere and culture and yeah artistically musically everything like it was incredible it was really good um and then in even brazil as well i spent some time in brazil that was more of a like a football thing a sports mm-hmm. thing and and there like the whole the whole atmosphere in in i was in rio is just yeah it's, it's something else completely it just suits me down to the ground sort of food the culture um yeah the whole vibe i really really love it so yeah i'm i'm, I'm very lucky that i've kind of been able to get out of the uk and yes. Man, let me tell you, you do a lot of traveling. You've done probably more traveling than I have done. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm very lucky. Very, very lucky. Um, and, I, and I see that in Africa, you had mentioned that it was kind of hard to leave. What was that like? Yeah, it was just, it was, I mean, the people there were so kind of uh, warm and so welcoming. And you, you really sort of, it's great to have an impact on, on people's lives and to try and kind of, help in some way um and then just when you get to to the stage where you think you're making the you're making an effort and you're making some real progress you kind of have to leave um Mm. and that will be that will forever be the case unless you sort of stay there permanently um but unfortunately i could only stay for um a couple of weeks i think it was a month in the end but yeah it's, it's always hard leaving behind people you kind of meet and who who take you under their wing sort of thing so yeah wow Mm. Yeah, I felt that when you said that. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, this happened everywhere. Most places I've been, really. It's just you, you form a connection with someone or a group of people mm-hmm. and you kind of want to take them with you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. always like, oh, can we come? I'm like, yeah, I'd love it. You, you need to come to London, come to the UK. Um, but obviously, that's a, that's an ideal world kind of thing. I know that was. I know that hit your heart because I've had a similar experience when I did some um, charity work at the nursing home, I was a teenager and it was, they didn't want, like, it was, it was a lady that actually cried when it was time for me to go. And I was just like, ah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just kind of opens up a whole nother party, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like I think a bit of you never really leaves or you, you sort of take a bit from, from wherever you've gone with you, wherever you go. And they're sort of memories that you never, never forget. And they stay with you for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. And man, you only 25. So you, <laughs> you, you already have a lot of memories. Already yeah, I've got memories. some stories. I've got some stories to tell. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to make the most of it, you know? Um, yeah. Just live life to the fullest and try and try and see as many places as I can. Talk Correct. to as many people as I can sort of thing. Well, you're definitely doing that, especially with your music and all of the the love that you've been showing um, physically out there helping, you know, helping out different communities as well as through the music. You've helped a lot. And I know that for sure, because. Thank you so much. A, yeah, I really appreciate um, hearing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I can't, sometimes you can't really connect with fans or people that listen and people will, yeah. will leave comments or say things. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've, I've, I have no idea. <laughs> I've had this effect on people's lives, and it's incredible, sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'm really, really happy. Man, I'm telling you, 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 you are doing it big with that, um, and I really do mean that. And um, before I touch on to that part, though, yeah, about yeah, sure. the music, I have one last traveling question. Now, you know, when you live someplace, it's always like you want to get out. 
We yeah. live in America. We want to go overseas, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UK. You wanted to get out of there and just look around, you know. And then, yeah. of course, um, in in Africa, people want to visit, you know. But what is it like in the UK, like pre-COVID? What is it like there for for those of us who have not been there yet? What's it like? Well, I, I think the UK. I mean, I could go in very deep on this and a lot of people will have different opinions uh, mm. from the UK but I think where I, where I live in London is very much kind of separate to the rest of the UK um, in terms mm. of maybe like the people uh, the beliefs the kind of attitudes and cultures is very very mm. different to the rest of the UK so you, you have sort of major cities like London um, Birmingham Manchester and they're they're quite similar but the rest of the UK is quite holds different views but I mean, everyone wants to get out. I think everyone wants to leave, you know, their block or their street and mm-hmm. explore um, and get out and get out and visit as much as you can. Um, for me, as I say, I was really lucky to to have the opportunities through my um, when I was in school to to travel a bit. Um, but generally, it, things that I mean, I, I'm really biased. I'll say that I, I love living in London, but it's not necessarily the cheapest place to live. Um, it's quite expensive. Um, so mm. quality and, and sort of cost of living is quite expensive. Um, and that's why, I mean, a lot of people have either sort of moved out of London or, or even moved abroad. I've got a few friends and, and family that have just moved out of the UK entirely just for a better, maybe better and cheaper quality of life. Yeah. Um, because the weather might be better elsewhere food might be better um generally you might just it might just make you a bit more healthy um but again this is it's all really subjective and i mean yeah i'm, I'm quite biased I, I i could probably stay in london for most of my life but it would be nice to maybe live somewhere else um, where it's where it's hotter and there's more sort of nature and stuff um like sea and coastline and stuff like that so. Oh, come that's, on. That's I, I, was, I was getting ready to tell you, come on down south to Georgia, to Atlanta. But yeah, we don't have no sea, though, but we got everything. We got yeah, nature, anything. Yeah, that would be great. Like woods, forests, stuff like that. It's just, yes. we lack that a lot in London. Yeah, yeah. It's the, yeah. And there's some really beautiful places here and, and there. I've been keeping up with you. So I've been seeing a lot of the, your uh, photography. You're a photographer as well? Or are you just like taking pictures? Yeah, I mean, again, like it's it, it's kind of developed since since I was quite young, really. I just any any kind of form of creation, whether it's music, photography, art, writing, I've always kind of been into and I've always kind of thought I, I can I need to put myself out, express myself in some way kind of in these art forms. Um, maybe rather than speaking about it, I can I can talk about things easier through photography, through music, through artwork. And yeah, I mean, wherever I go, I always take my camera pretty much. Um, where where I travel or even like in the UK, I'll just take out my camera with me most days. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, in like, luckily enough, your phone camera is pretty good and you can take good photos with that. Um, but I do really enjoy um like getting away somewhere that I don't know, somewhere completely off the grid yeah. and just taking some some shots, really. And I've, I've used those shots for a lot of my mixes um, as well. So that's, it's kind of forms like a double, double purpose. Wow. 
Yeah, some of the you talking about like the thumbnails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some of the artwork, I'd say about maybe sixty, seventy percent of, of all the artwork is is photos taken by me. Um, so yeah. it gives me a chance to just yeah showcase that as well. Um, so so what about the thumb? What what about the mix with the? It's the guy and the girl. It looks like it's from the seventies, and he has this big boom box, and he's talking to this girl. Yeah, yeah. That obviously that I, I didn't take that photo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't alive then. <laughs> so, I was gonna say like was nah, that a seventies party. No, no, that could have been like maybe my dad's or my mum's or something. But no, I wasn't. As I say, yeah, I'd say 60 percent of the photos I've taken, yeah. um, but some of them are, are pulled from. Uh, like libraries and stuff yeah yeah I get it trust me I get it yeah and I really like the number two thumbnail as well um yeah. it has the the black and white photo yeah 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 that's a great it idea. says a lot because I'm, I'm looking at their expect their facial expressions yeah and that big old smile yeah exactly teams, you know exactly yeah it's just yeah it was just a, a, a photo that I saw that just made me smile it was really sort of positive um yeah, I just put a big old grin on my face, really. So yeah. I, I used it. <laughs> yes, man, I love it. Now, um, and before we dive into the music, I just want to know, because see, a lot of people think that because we're so far apart, we may be in different countries or whatnot, but mm. um, it's not always such a big difference. Like, for instance, how have you guys, you and your loved ones, been adapting to uh this covid to this temporary alteration how like like what's changed over there um I, for a lot of people in the in the uk um as work has changed entirely so most people um were either working remotely from home or some got um kind of put on hold uh it's called furlough in the uk and then they've been paid out by the government and they're sort of waiting to come back and only recently are, are places coming back. So work's changed. So the workspace has changed quite a lot. Um, for a while, no one was on public transport, um, unless you were like a key worker, a healthcare worker, uh, or a teacher or something like that. Um, but, but I mean, generally, I think people have had a lot more time, well, I've had a lot more time to just take a breath and go a bit slower because before it was just 100 miles an hour. Um, there didn't seem like there was a minute in the day to kind of uh, take a breath. Uh, and when you're kind of cut off a bit like that, it was quite sudden, the the restrictions and the lockdowns um, in the UK. You kind of left with a lot of free time. And I think for a lot of people, it, it, was, a, it was a beneficial thing. But I think for some, it was also quite negative as well. I think people, uh, everyone dealt with it differently. Some people sort of struggled, others, others thrived really um and for me personally it's been a bit of a roller coaster there's been some really sort of smooth moments uh, moments of pure kind of clarity and peace and then yeah. other moments where you're just in a bit of turmoil really and you, you, you're asking a lot of questions of yourself and and of the world really um in the yeah. uk with they started to roll out the vaccine um which is positive and i think a lot more people are starting to um, get the first part of it. Um, but I mean, from a creative's point of view, it's been a dream <laughs> because mm. we, I've been able to kind of spend a lot of time on music. Um, 
and painting and photography and just really sort of honing my craft quite a bit and not feeling guilty, not feeling like, oh, I'm wasting my time or I should be doing something else. It's really unlocked a lot of doors in that front. Um, but yeah, it's been a really, it's really strange and sort of roller coaster time for everyone. Um, yes, for everyone. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So y'all see, because we have listeners from all over the world. Yeah. And I just wanted you guys to hear, you know, his take on where he's at because we're all in this together. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So there's no need to feel like you're the only one going through something and, and that's not true. And that's why we're here. And that's why he came on. Cause we just want to show love and support and let us, and let everybody know that, Hey, we're all in this together. So um, thank you for sharing that with us. Now I'm going to tell y'all a little background a little bit. So with DJ Raphael, I would say I became acquainted with his work around 20, around 2013-2014. I was going through a really hard time in 2014. I had um, postpartum depression and then it it wound up becoming clinical depression. I was uh, terrified to go to sleep because I was having nightmares, like nightmares that just seemed so real, like they were horrible. And then I was, I was, terrified to stay up because I was seeing things it's just my mind wasn't right and I was in a really you know somber place but one day I had decided to you know let some sunlight in and just do something a little different and kick up the energy in the house so I was looking I, I love gospel music and I love house music so I was trying to find a cross between the two. I said, I wonder, I said, that would be pretty cool if, if, if there's some gospel house music. So that's exactly what I typed in. I went to YouTube and typed it in. DJ Raphael <laughs> pops up. <laughs> the gospel house mix is amazing. They got them, they got them white choir robes yeah, yeah. on and they are killing it. Thank man. you. And yeah, and, and the first song is... um. You know, it starts with me. It starts with you. Peace, love, and happiness. And then toward the end, it's a song about being grateful. So that's how I, you know, um, found his work. And let me tell y'all something. Music is powerful. It is powerful. And I'm sure you music lovers can agree. And that his, like, doing what he does with the music and putting it together the way he does, it really, really helped me to kick depression and it it also helped me to get things done and start back being to the mom and the wife and the woman you know that I'm supposed to be in that time because when you're really depressed you just need some type of inspiration like some glimmer of light so first of all DJ I just want you to know that you've been a very big inspiration to us and that's why it was so important for me to reach out and then my husband he fell in love with number one the very first mix. And then I love it too. So you have something very special here and very powerful. And I want to let y'all know, make sure y'all go out and go to YouTube, go online and look at these mixes. I mean, you'll get addicted (laughs) because he has the different genres, soul music, um, house music, R&B, man. Before you, I didn't even know. I didn't even know about Coops. We didn't know about Coops and Hawk House and all. Jeez, <laughs> that's incredible. That's Man. like a yeah, very UK London, London act. Yes, have you met them? No, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, 
Hawkhouse kind of disappeared. Um, sadly, uh, they stopped making music. I don't really know what happened to them. Um, and Coops um, is someone I've been a fan of for a very, very long time. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. that's great that great that you you sort of you you know of them now. Um, but yeah, yes, yes, all of them. I, I mean, the list goes on, man. Because once you hear the mix, you're like, wait a minute, who, who is this? <laughs> and then you go back on, man. Okay, so um, just just again, just I appreciate you for helping me out. You didn't no, even no. know it. You was helping no, me. No. Didn't even know, I mean, but... Thank you so much. I mean that. Yeah, when I hear stuff like that, it really hits home it really sort of makes it seem real and um it kind of reinforces what i do and 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 yeah it really helps me sort of continue and and continue making and creating so thank you thank you for the kind words yes Yes, we love it over here and so does millions of people because you've got millions of views and listeners. yes it's gone a bit crazy (laughs) in a good way in a good way So, so take us back a little bit. Um, give us your your fondest memory of music. One of the first memories wow. that you have of it. Wow, there will there's probably quite a few. Um, I'd I'd have to say, in the top, maybe two or three, um, is is memories memories of being a very very young, very very young kid in the back mm-hmm. seat of um, my parents' car on road <laughs> trips. Um, so we would often drive. Uh, to France, I've got some French family, but we would often drive there in the summer, and that's where I was exposed to the best, the best music I'd never, never known or heard of. My dad had like a, a big kind of subwoofer system in the back seat, so I was I was getting all the bass, all the all the mids, all the highs. I was getting everything. Um, but he he had he had friends that um, worked sort of underground. DJs that put together kind of rare groove tapes, funk, soul, um, jazz tapes. And I mean, I will remember stuff that I've listened to now that I listened to when I was a kid. Subconsciously, I can can sort of remember a track and be like, I've heard this before, but I can't remember where. But it was from when I was really young and both my mum and my dad had had insane musical taste and uh, played a lot of kind of rare, rare stuff. Um, but that was probably the first and, and fondest memory I have. It was always really hot, really warm. And I was just bumping like Royers or, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire or something like that. And it would just it'd be incredible. Yes. Um, and I mean, that was my earliest memory. And then maybe secondly, my mum had like a, a disco compilation CD. And this this CD was rinsed. It used to get played so much, um, <laughs> but that had that had all the hits on it, like um, Evil and Champagne King. Uh, just yeah, the Jones Girls had so many like quality disco tracks on it, and yeah, that was a very early memory, just of a CD player constantly playing it and rewinding it. Uh, my mum was really <laughs> heavy into like funk, soul, disco. Um, my dad liked this sort of R&B soul um, and then eventually um, electronic music um, so yeah I've, I'd say those two uh, were the best really just in the back of uh, my parents car on road trips and it's early disco yeah. CD <laughs> man I bet you those road trips oh, were amazing they were incredible I mean we used to 
mm. we still do sometimes <laughs> whenever we we go on a trip or something a tune will come on and be, oh, do you remember this do you remember where we were when uh this first came on and you can remember exactly where you were what you were doing what what road you were driving down what the weather was like and as you said earlier music's a powerful thing and and it takes you right yeah. back to certain moments that you might otherwise forget mm-hmm. um, so yeah that, mm-hmm. that's that's some of my early memories man and you got them <laughs> you got them with you forever because that's the thing music lives on and on and on it's yeah, timeless, yeah, you know definitely. it's it's timeless man um I'm just picturing you in the car with your with your family rolling. <laughs> I didn't realize how good it was at the time. Um, I just thought this was what every family did. <laughs> I thought to myself, you know, everyone's listening to this kind of music. But as I grow up, I, I realized it was quite a unique thing, and I'm really, really grateful for it. Yes, sir. Now, do you have a specific music genre that you like the most? And also, what's your favorite mix? Um, um i mean genres i really don't think i can answer that like it's such a difficult (laughs) question um hence why i've (laughs) uploaded so many different mixes and and play loads of different genres um i'd probably i'd probably say like the the sound that kind of i most maybe resonate with is that kind of uh golden age hip-hop maybe the sort of um jay diller uh, Buster Rhymes, yes. Tribe Called Quest, Soul Quarians, that whole kind of mm. era. D'Angelo, it's, it's kind of, I always end up coming back to it, really. And there's a lot of music that I like now mm. that's kind of heavily inspired by those artists and that kind of time period. Uh, and it just something about it just always always hits differently when I when I listen to it. Um, so it'd probably be that, that era of music. But I mean, <laughs> I could put, um, like Miles Davis and, and Coltrane in there as well, like the sort of 50s, 60s jazz scene. Wow. Then I could put in uh, house, uh, like sort of US, Detroit, Chicago style house. Um, yeah, I could, I could, That's it. I could That's keep it, going. Um, you didn't... Uh, in terms of my favorite mix, um, you didn't been here before. Raphael has been here before. Did he say my? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows good. He's only 25. He's been here before. Yeah. Oh so, goodness. yeah, I mean, I always, I always gravitated to that kind of, to those um, genres a bit more. I just, uh, it always made me feel something a bit more. And if it makes, even if it makes me feel like happy, sad, I'm, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of music that just kind of washes over me, and I, it doesn't it doesn't hit, it doesn't really um, resonate. So I can't I can't really get on the same level, and it just washes over me, which is yeah, a lot of music. But I keep coming back to those same sort of eras and genres. Um, yeah, so yeah, a um, uh, favorite mix probably would be. Um, um, uh, number 15 that I did um, a chilled hip hop and neo soul mix um, number 15 uh, yeah it's, uh, the, 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 the image is the sort of graffiti road in uh, oh, Shoreditch yes. in London yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah yes. that's up there um, the first one I ever did the very first one um, is, is I look back on really fondly because that was just 
the rawest mix and I did that like after school <laughs> one day I think pretty much and it was just I didn't think anyone would listen to it at all so that's that always holds a special place um and then I think the house soulful house mix number 10 um is I I, I loved I love making that and I always love listening listening back to it and those those three mixes just coincidentally I've also done really really well and yeah it just the views and the yeah. kind of response is always crazy it always blows my mind because <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna be you know if people listen to it it's always a bonus in my eyes like because I'm just I'm just making mixes and, and doing music for the love of it and Man, I was going to say, like, see, that's my problem. My problem is, now, I've listened to a lot of your mixes, but I have the ones that yeah. I go to, like, yeah. almost every day. At least every yeah. week, there's <laughs> there's the ones that I like, like, like that I just, they're so good. I'm, I'm not ready to cross <laughs> over to anything yeah, yeah. else yet. <laughs> so it's the, it's the one you said, yeah. like, with the graffiti, the one with the boombox, yeah. one, two. Um, and I listen to some other stuff, too. It seems like the, let me see, what title is that? Maybe it is the house mixes that it has like yeah. energy. Like, exactly. it gets yeah, yeah. You up, like it makes yeah, you Yeah, I mean, those, that's, it's yeah. a good contrast, really, because I mean, the, the soul and hip hop mixes are quite sort of laid back and they're for a certain vibe, but I'm not in that frame of mind always, all the time. Sometimes I want to like um, to move or like to get people in an energy. Uh, in a good sort of energy and like almost like a club kind of atmosphere, especially now when we can't go out clubbing and we can't, there's no there's no uh, nightclubs or gigs or raves to go. So I'm trying to right. channel that <laughs> in an in a different way and maybe try and bring it to people or, yeah. or for myself really, just to kind of get that energy high. Yeah, I've been seeing some DJs go live and. They just mix mix live for the yeah. you know yeah, for the yeah. listeners. So it's so much, but just just you being on YouTube is a super blessing alone because we we always looking out like if we listen to Raphael, we listening out for the new. But man, there's just so much good stuff from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, bit, there's a big catalog now. Um, um, a lot of listening. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it's been it's been a, a good few years. So any anyone that's new. Will, We'll have something to listen to, definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was your first mixing experience um, like? Um, and was that number one the very first time, like the very first mix? Uh, the pro probably the first one that I was happy with and happy to record and, and, and upload and share with the world. Um, but yeah, I'd been messing about for, for maybe a year or two before, like some really sort of rough, um, like basic, I was using like some free free software and obviously I didn't really have much money for equipment or for, for decks or for anything like that. So I was just kind of messing about, um, even just playing two tracks and trying to beat match them in a, in a weird way on two different players, like on my laptop, my old, old laptop, stuff like that. So really basic. Um, but then, yeah, I, I'd sort of, uh, saved up and, and bought like a really basic controller. And that was what I've recorded um, mm. the first mix on. So it was, that was the kind of first foray into recording and doing like uh, like a lengthy mix because before it was just, I was just messing about. Um, but yeah, that was the first kind of 
proper upload, I guess. But even before then, I was kind of making CDs um, for like trips and stuff for, for, to listen to in the car or on the road. Uh, even even like for my for my parents or something, they would be like, oh, we're, I'm, we're going on a long road trip. Have you got any music to play? And I just kind of whacked together a CD. <laughs> the mixes and transitions would be <laughs> shocking. It would be terrible. But um, yeah, it was more just the, quali the, the, the quality of the tracks, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Now let me say let, let, let me tell you something, y'all. I one day I almost messed up. I said, okay, I see a couple other DJs down here. They got some pretty interesting thumbnails and some pretty good titles, just like Raphael. I was like, let me check these DJs out. It was not the same experience, you guys. <laughs> not, not. I say that respectfully. Now, tall black guy's pretty good, but other than that, man, it, it, it was not the same experience. So I guess anybody can put together mm. a song list, but like something just sets yours apart and it makes you different. Like, how do you prepare for your process? What, what, how do you prepare to, to put out a mix? Like the, the process you, do you write them out first? Do you like, it just seemed like, yeah, it comes yeah. I mean, heart. like, it's yeah it, it really is mostly um on the fly i mean i'll i'll spend a while kind of compiling tracks that i want to use and you know i spend a lot of free time listening to music and i'll sort of create like a, a folder or a group of tracks that I, I want to play in my next mix and then i'll just sort of mess around and and sort of try and almost create like a journey or like a flow of you know you're almost kind of like telling a story i kind of use this analogy sometimes mm -hmm. when you when you cook or you make something you want to use the best ingredients kind of possible right so mm -hmm. all the songs that i use i want to make sure they're you know the best the best ingredients the best i can get kind of thing and then putting it all together you sort of make the final the final kind of yeah. cake or dish or whatever it is and that's kind of how i look at doing the mixes really it's just trying to find just quality quality tracks and then like create a journey you create like an experience when when people listen to it and mm. yeah I, it, it flows the flow comes from like from my soul from from my heart kind of thing it's not I, i've very rarely do i kind of listen to um like another mix or what someone else has done and i think i want to recreate that exactly um i'll try and create my own journey really and yeah that's kind of yeah. yeah it's very it's really sort of on the fly and yeah I don't I try not to think about it too much because when I when I think about it it usually um ends up becoming like over processed and try to keep it as, as raw and as natural as possible but that's not always easy <laughs> yeah it's it's such a difference because um I don't know the the like the blending is just right and then First of all, as soon as you hit play, there's a little, like a little drop thing. It's hard to describe, but it's like a musical drop. And it's like, okay, y'all get settled, but buckle up, yeah. tighten up, yeah, yeah, yeah. pull out, you know? <laughs> and then the beat kicks in real good, the bass, and it's just, yeah, it just takes yeah. you on a journey. Again, like, it was never all of this kind of um, the experience that the listener has it was never really intentional it was no, i never set out to say oh i want people to 
get this or feel this from the music. I was just playing mm. everything like directly from within. And I think it comes out in, in the mix. Like if that energy is, is right, it, it usually comes out. And I think yeah. people can sort of see that as well. And that's usually when I'm at my best and when I think mm. I've done my best work type thing. So, but yeah, I, I like to create a journey most of the time. Good. Um, now, on average, how long does it take you to complete a full mix from the beginning <laughs> of the process to the end? It varies a lot. So, <laughs> I mean, it could be days and weeks. Um, like I might, I might just sit down and lock it in in a day. Um, and I might sit and sort of think about it for weeks and months. Or I just don't have that right track. Because sometimes you reach a section in a mix or um, at the start, in the middle, at the end, where you need that track, that specific track that has that that vibe that you're after to kind of uh, transition things smoothly. And if I don't have that, mm-hmm. I, I probably mm-hmm. won't record the mix because it's missing. It's like missing a piece almost. So I'm, I, I'd be more happy to kind of wait till I'm really happy with all the tracks that I have so that I my head oh this is where i'm gonna take it down this is where i'm gonna lift it up or i've got a great sort of beat match going here type thing so before i've even started mixing i listen to tracks and imagine almost how i might transition it or i might blend it or so that process is always Mm -hmm. going on um but yeah it can be really quick matter of days and it sometimes can be months um also depends what I'm doing, where I'm at, how busy I am, stuff like that. Because I can't, I can't force it mm-hmm. at all because, yeah, I just, I know it will come out in the mix and the energy will be off, and I think people will be able to tell as well. Um, and I don't want to kind of lower the the quality and the standard uh, just to kind of put out um, yeah. frequent mixes. Really, just want to keep the bar quite high. And you just. Um, I put out a new uh, soulful Afro kind of house mix uh, about two, three weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I'm piecing together. I mean, as we speak, piecing together a new uh, chilled hip hop and neo soul mix. So, um, (laughs) oh yeah. Well, you know we'll be waiting on that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But take your time, (laughs) since I know your process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'd be (laughs) good. So, so are you like, have you done any parties? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, during my time uh, when I was in college and uh, university, I I did a few gigs, um, mostly in London, uh, sort of at like uh, bars, cafes, jazz, jazz kind of bars and stuff like that. Um, Sort of like supporting uh, other sort of acts, which is all being good. Like, it's it's good to get out live and experience it. the atmosphere a bit more um, I really want to do some more live stuff and I feel like it was kind of heading in direct in that direction but this sort of pandemic kicked up and sort of cut cut off a lot of mm. uh, musicians and artists nightclubs all of that kind of just got put on ice for a long long time um, so yeah I'm in the near future hopefully I'm looking at doing um, some more sort of live gigs and and, and getting out really um for like festivals or stuff even even abroad um get a lot of love from from europe and and from south africa and from the states as well so well um 
So we just have just a couple more questions for Raphael here and, and I'm enjoying myself and I know that you guys are, you know, enjoying yourselves as well, getting some added value and inspiration to your life. Man, I really appreciate this. Now, a lot of people only know the music side for you. They know when they see that title, chilled hip hop or house mix, soulful house mix, they know your sound by now. But um, some people, you know, just want to know the basic things about you. Like, for instance, um, what do you uh, like to do in yeah. your spare time? Um, besides, so yeah, music takes up a lot of that even in my spare time. But yes, I mean, <laughs> I, I played a lot of uh, football. I'm a keen like sports person. I love, I'm, I love the outdoors. I love being active. But um, yeah, football was a, a major, major part of my life um, for pretty much since day one. Really, um, I've, I was, I've always been playing football at a sort of fairly, fairly decent standard. Um, not so much now, but yeah, when whenever I get the chance, when the weather's good. Um, I'm, I'm out and about playing football. Um, I soccer mm -hmm. for the for all our American family. Um, yeah, and artwork as well. So okay. uh, I used I used to paint a lot. Um, not so much now, but I'm trying to get back into it. Mm. So yeah, I, li I like to paint. Um, uh, usually acrylic on canvas. Whether it's like portraits or landscapes, I'm not really don't really. Um, but yeah, I like, I like to paint mm -hmm. a lot and sort of helps calm me down, um, just gets away. It's like another output as well, another kind of creative output. Um, and piano as well. Recently, I've been getting into piano. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the past oh. kind of two years, I've been sort of casually playing. Um, I've got a keyboard now. But again, mm -hmm. like a lot of my favorite um, sort of music is is very sort of heavy piano based and mm -hmm. sometimes when i hear something i like I'm, i want to try and recreate that myself i want to try and have a go at it so i, I got a keyboard in and, and i'm trying to play trying to play them soulful chords <laughs> um yeah like people mm. like robert glasper and mm. herbie hancock are massive massive influences and obviously they're just god level yeah. um but what they do i'm, I'm trying to sort of listen to how they play and what they do and, and, you know, just practice really. Um, and in, in the spare, in the spare time, I'd rather kind of be doing that than kind of like on my phone or watching TV or something like that. Cause I spend too much time <laughs> on my phone. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's it really. It's sport, um, art and, and, and piano really. And I, I love cooking as well. Cooking's a, a big part of my life. And mm. yeah, I just, I just like to eat nice things. I put time into into doing that. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So hey, um, now <laughs> you know some single ladies out there. Now it, 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 they they want to know. Now are you in a relationship? Are you thinking about oh, one? What's going that's on? That's disclosed information. I can't. <laughs> I can't reveal. I can't reveal that. Um, no, I'm kind of in between. Uh -oh, in between at the moment. Job. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Okay. So. I think uh, I think the door is locked right now for for you ladies, but yeah, just keep, keep listening keep, to those smooth listening. tunes right now, okay? Keep listening. <laughs> All right, man. I had a ball with you, but before we get out of here, I just have to leave you with this question: um, Could you give a few tips 
on it of advice to aspiring DJs and music lovers? And also, could you just leave, you know, an overall word of perseverance? Yeah, yeah, of to course. All of um, yeah, so for for like aspiring DJs and, and music artists, I think, um, yeah, I just think it's important to really love what you do um, at, at the very beginning. And then if you love what you do enough and if you spend enough time on it, um, I think things will sort of fall into place maybe later on down the line. I think if you need to get into it, if, you know, it's a real genuine thing. I don't think you can get into music and DJ and if, if you just want, if you just see like the fame or um, people on uh, on TV or on, on like social media and stuff, it's probably not not the right kind of way to go about it. I mean, everyone's different, but I would say, you know, you really need to love love what you do um, at the very beginning and then, you know, things will follow. This kind of ties in with the kind of general message, I guess. Um, I think it's just massively important in life mm -hmm. to, to, to do you and to create your own voice, create your own lane, use your own voice really because you can't imitate anyone else. No one's going to be, no one's going to sound like you. No one's going to have the flavor you bring or the style or the kind of way you put things together. It's got to be, I think it's so important to, to, to follow your own kind of pathway. Um, and it's difficult to do. It's not always easy. To, um, I mean, it's easy for me to say, but I just realized I think it's so important to just kind of like create your own pathway and to be unashamedly yourself in everything you do. Don't change for anyone. And, you know the right people and the right things will come to you if if you if you're truly sort of um being yourself um so yeah that's just that's just a general message um i think i've kind of recently learned to to live by um but that can be applied to everything really well you heard it Everybody move your body, now do it. Here is something that's gonna make you move and groove. Hey DJ, keep playing that song all night. On and on and on. On and on and on and on, yeah. I'm telling you now, if you are in a musical type of mood, you have got to check out his YouTube. And, um, you know, just go through that library of his. He has a lot of music. So I'm going to tell you me and my husband's favorites in a minute. But I just wanted to point out that it seems as though the same way Raphael mixes his music, it's the same thing that he applies to his life. I mean, he, um, he pretty much goes different places and he leaves an impact on that particular culture. And no one can forget that. You know, he's one of those type of people that once you meet him and work with him, he's very impressionable. And, you know, you just can't forget that mark that he left and that inspiration that he left. So we just want to thank you again, Raphael, for coming on. Now, I'm going to tell you all some of my favorites. Now, if you're new to his channel or maybe you've just never checked it out because, I mean, he does have millions of viewers. So you probably have checked it out and didn't even know it. But if you are new, um, check out... Uh, Mix number one, two, 13, 32, and of course, my all time favorite, 
which is the gospel uplifting house mix. I love that one. Okay. Because it, it gives you two hours to, for me to do what I need to do while being inspired. But we really like all of them. But man, I'm telling you one, two, 13 and 32, and then the gospel house mix. So if you would like to keep up with him and his movement, um, you can go ahead and visit his YouTube. And if you just type in DJ Raphael, he does have um, all of his platforms and contact information underneath his video. So you can check out those links for more information about him. Now, as for me and to keep up with my movement, be sure to check out www.cu-nw.com. And now remember, when you are truly fed up, oh, you're going to change up. But after you've changed up, then what? <laughs> That's where I come in at. But anyway, I'll see you next Monday for more inspiration.